0: Can you open the door?
1: Is in the house. What's going on? There's nothing in the house, Jay. I saw it. Just
0: open the door, okay?
2: It's in the kitchen.
0: I'm not going to let anything happen to you. Open the door and we'll figure this out. There's
1: nothing out here. I am your mother. Do you understand?
2: All I do is worry and slave and defend you. And all I get back is that fucking face on your face! So full of disdain and resentment and always so annoyed. Well, now your sister is dead. (laughs) Jay, I expel you. I expel you from the connect. I am Jason Concepcion, the eighth king of hell. Welcome to the Connect, a podcast series about movie intersections, hosted by myself and the seventh king of hell, Shea Serrano,
1: a three-time New York
2: Times best-selling author. In this podcast, we talk about movies—one picked by me, one picked by Shea. And the theme that connects them today. Tell us all. It's a relationship with a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> a college student flees from a sexually transmitted, shape-shifting poltergeist. And a suburban mom
0: suffers heartbreak
2: and helps summon the demon payment. It's It follows an hereditary.
0: This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Bah, bah, bah.
1: <laughs> this is our spooky episode, Jason. Let's go. Steve, put some cool spooky stuff in here like you did in the opening. Do an obnoxious amount. Just fucking absolutely. Every day. <laughs> Jason, before we start, maybe as a way to start, can I ask you a question? Yes. Um, Are you
2: going to make me say uh, words
1: in a strange language? Exactly by the syllables? Okay. No, I was thinking about this and I just wanted to know, are you did did I do something to make you mad at me? <laughs> I don't understand. Listen, uh, listen. We do this podcast together. Yeah. And it is largely a celebration of the stuff that we like. You you and it, I it is part of the reason we it get is. along so well is because we enjoy the process. Of celebrating things. It's fun. It's good energy. So, when we're deciding on doing these episodes,
2: yeah, it's good energy.
1: In my head, I'm like, okay, we know what the theme is for the week. What's a movie that A, fits the category that I like? And B, I think Jason might enjoy watching this and talking about this. That's how I make my picks. And I thought that you were, if not operating in that same way, then at least operating somewhere in that general vicinity. But, Jason, Mm hereditary did you not like did you not enjoy this what the fuck dude it's just a it's just a it's just a
2: normal story uh you know it's not
1: it's not (laughs) (laughs) why would you make me watch that i was so uncomfortable i was so unsettled it's it's
2: extremely unsettling movie yeah i mean i think that that uh more than be i've seen a lot of scary movies i it's very hard i it's very rare for me to actually be scared during a movie, but mm-hmm. I will say that I think the thing that this movie does uh, really well is just unsettle you, dude, completely unsettle dude. you. Yeah.
1: When it was done, I felt like I had been soaking in a hot tub <laughs> that was filled with like evil and gross and tiny broken pieces of glass. I did, I yeah. could I could I couldn't get my wits about me when the movie was over i watched this upstairs because i yeah. knew it was i knew it was yeah. a scary movie and the and i watched it i made sure to watch the beginning of it during the day at least before the sun went down so the baby was still <laughs> running around i didn't want him to see it so i go upstairs and i go to watch it and i'm watching it up there and it finishes and i can't i'm like, ugh, ugh, ugh. like i gotta let me go downstairs that everybody's asleep laramie's awake she's sitting on the couch and she looks at me and she's like very seriously like what's wrong I must have had a look on my face or something and I was just like, I think, I think I hate Jason now. I like I definitely hate <laughs> I definitely hate Jason. I don't do you like this movie? Is this like an enjoyable movie for you to watch?
2: Dagnity a paragon.
1: <laughs> okay, normally we start every episode and we're talking that, about the movies separately for a few minutes or whatever. Like, do your do your intro for Hereditary, and then we'll talk about the other stuff.
2: You sure? Uh, sure, I'll do my intro. Hey, okay, director. yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Directed by Ari Aster uh, off his own screenplay. This is his debut feature film, and really one of the most uh, startling debuts for a filmmaker in recent memory. Starring Tony Collette, Millie Shapiro, Alex Wolf, Gabriel Byrne. I saw this movie. I didn't see it in the theater. I don't like to see scary movies in the theater. Really? Talk about it. Tell me about. Uh, it. I'll, I will talk about it. So my here's my <laughs> here's my history with scary movies. All right. I was a kind of a latchkey kid. My mom was uh, raised us, me and my brother, basically by herself until my grandmother came to live with us, and to kind of keep us busy, to keep me specifically busy, she would take me to the video store and I could pick out whatever I want. I'd pick out like five, six movies and just watch them. Back to back to back. And I could legitimately pick whatever I want. So I would often pick uh, horror movies and I would do it just straight off the cover
1: art. Like, that's it. That's the way to go. That's how you have to do it. That's the way to go.
2: So like all the um, Nightmare on Elm Street's, Maniac hell yeah. Cop,
1: hell yeah!
2: Phantasm, you know, uh, American Werewolf in London, The Howling, like just movie Exorcist, Jacob's Ladder. Like I would just watch Jacob's Ladder, with,
1: just movies. Seven with year scary, old Jason watching Jacob's yeah, just, Ladder, <laughs> just movies with
2: really scary covers, and that's just how I am now used to watching scary movies, like in in my home with the oh, lights like off. That. Where I could feel like, I I just don't like, I weirdly, I prefer to watch them alone. Like, I don't like people around. I really want to get into it. I want to be able to stop if I get scared. Like, I just, <laughs> something about that makes me feel really at home, watching a scary movie at home. So I watched Hereditary in the same way. As soon as it was available to rent, I rented it. I watched it at home. I loved it. It has... The elements in a scary movie that I really... My two favorite forms of scary movies are slashers, where there's like a killer Mm -hmm. that's out there is trying to kill you, and supernatural horror. And I think the thing that Hereditary does really well, which I think had gotten lost in, you know, the Emily Rose films and the uh, Paranormal Activity films, all of which I enjoyed, right, was this feeling of, I don't know what's happening. I am really scared. And unsettled, and I'm unsettled because strange things are happening, and I don't necessarily know why. And so I think that that's what I really enjoy about this movie. From the outside, it seems like a very basic setup. Grandma dies, there's a history of kind of maybe mental illness, and then it seems like her ghost is hanging around the family, and that there's a particular connection uh, with the granddaughter, charlie and things start manifesting through that but that's really the entry point because it just gets stranger and stranger and more troubling and more confusing and people just (laughs) start going to intense emotional ledges and breakdowns and that's i think that's the kind of thing that i've been missing for a long time in in scary movies like Blair Witch was a lot like that. Blair Witch was a movie I saw because mm-hmm. somehow a friend of mine got a VHS like early, like a month early. <laughs> and he explained the entire thing to me. He was like, but at that time, you know, there was no such thing as found footage. So I had no idea. I just didn't understand the concept. And when we watched it alone in his house, yeah. I legitimately thought it was real. And I, I was too. I so too. <laughs> confused about what was happening and it's that kind of feeling where I'm like, man, what is... Ha- I don't know, understand which way is up right now. Who's good? It, is this real? Like, that's the kind of thing that that really unsettles me and that I really like in a scary movie. And Hereditary uh, it delivered that to me. So, yes, I, I really like Her- Hereditary. It's scary. What,
1: <laughs> yeah, watching scary movies by yourself, that's probably the way they're supposed to be watched. Like, yeah. like, if you do that, if that's a thing you enjoy, then I think that means you really genuinely love scary movies. I prefer to watch them in a theater because I like the sort of the supplemental parts of scary movies. Like I like to be with everybody and we're all scared together and then as soon as it's over, it's over. When you watch it at home, it feels like at least for a little while like it becomes a part of your home. Like every noise (laughs) you hear, you're like, what the fuck was that? Every like creak, every like, oh my God, oh my God. Look, you're looking in the dark corners for like the grandma or whatever. (laughs) Dude, I don't know. I don't know if this is like a weird thing or a regular thing, or maybe it's an age thing, or it has something to do with style or taste or something like that. I don't know. But I used to like horror movies a lot. It was like a thing that I was really into. It was fun to go to the movies and watch like yeah. Saw or, or The Grudge or Wolf Creek or Hostel or Jeepers Creepers, Wrong yeah. Turn. Do you remember Wrong Turn? Yeah, I loved Wrong Fuck Turn. Fuck yes. Like Movies like that. Was, that, was great. that was fun. That was a good time for me. But then, I don't know if maybe the, the, the chemistry in my brain changed after I had kids. Maybe the style of horror movies moved into a new phase that I wasn't familiar with. I'm not certain. But there was definitely a moment in my life where I was like, all right, hold on. I don't think I like horror movies anymore that much. Like That definitely, that definitely happened. And, and it feels like if I had to diagnose it, I'd say that it's a combination of two things. Number one, As I aged out of my 20s and into my 30s, I for sure began to have a weaker constitution about that sort of stuff. The first time I sat in a theater and watched a scary movie and really felt like, all right, this might be a little too much for me now. A little too intense, a little too real, a little too gruesome. It was when I went and watched that. I don't know if you saw this or not, but I went and watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake that they did in the early 2000s. It was so gnarly. That was the same year, actually, that *The House of a Thousand Corpses* came out, which I know Rob Zombie did. Those movies came out the same year, and I went and watched them both at the theater that same year. And it was just those to me felt very different than watching like *Halloween* H two O or *Jason Goes to Space*. Or like it was a different class of movie. It felt like they were trying to press different buttons. It wasn't enough to scare you anymore. Like there, there's a new part added in. The movie was trying to, to rattle you. On a cellular level, on a fundamental yeah. level, they want to fuck with your head. That's what this movie was for me. Like, I'm just not built for that. Like, not at all. I can't do it. I can't watching Hereditary, watching Midsommar. There's probably a straight line from those movies back to something like David Lynch's Eraserhead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. We, we, like past the normal scary movies that I was used to watching to something totally different it's just and, I, and, I, and let me say i recognize the artistry that is involved it's it's really <laughs> hard to pull genuine emotions out oh, of people hard. with a movie i get that yeah. i'm not saying that those movies are bad it's not that on a completely objective measurement scale they're good movies tony collette is fucking um, outstanding
2: oscar worthy performance to be honest with you standing
1: yeah. in this movie like you're wa- if you just are watching her performance you're like oh shit this is an incredible thing the thing that they're trying to do and they're doing it really well the these movies here but they do it so well that I'm just like I never want to watch this at all ever again <laughs> ever again I, I could have gone my whole life without watching this and been totally fine because I, wa- I, I watched Midsummer before I watched this one this is the first time I watched Hereditary but I watched yeah. Midsummer just off of like oh a bunch of you need to check it out it's like really weird whatever I watched it in a hotel room on my computer one, and I was like what the fuck why would anybody <laughs> tell me to watch this and then I it was like, the same guy did this one. And I, I was dreading it. I was dreading it. Me, you, Steven, texted, are texting about like our spooky episode that we're going to do. And I'm like, please don't pick hereditary. I'm like, pick anything else. Pick a fun, scary movie or something zany. Make a Jason pick. And you fucking showed up with hereditary. And I was like, <laughs> legitimate dread in my body that I have to watch this movie. I couldn't, I, I just can't do it. I can't do it, Jason. And I'm going to be mad at it, at you. I'm, so, I, well, I'm sorry.
2: Tell us about It Follows and then I want
1: to ask you a question about scary things. Okay. okay, okay. So, It Follows came out in 2014. Directed by David Robert Mitchell. Cinematography by Mike Gialakis. Or Gial- I'm not certain how to say his last name. But I know I know the guy because he also did M. Night Shyamalan Split and Glass and Jordan Peele's Us. Like him and uh, David are just really, really good at sitting down on a moment and shooting it from an angle where you can feel that there's danger nearby. You mentioned the beginning of Hereditary. is like pretty standard stuff. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay, I get it. Haunted House. Cool, that's what I'm watching. That's what I thought it was going to be. And they, they do the thing in there where they like do the long shot across the room. And you just know that something is going to pop out. It's like like, they do that. I, like the, I like that stuff. I like it. Um, they do the same thing in It Follows. It stars uh, Michael Monroe as a high school student named Jay. Keir Gilchrist is a high school student named Paul who has a crush on Jay. There are a few other kids in there. And then the main star, there's an invisible ghost who just fucking hates a certain lineage of people who have sex. And this is the kind of horror movie that I like. It's terrifying, absolutely terrifying, but it's fun. It's a fun movie to watch. It's a fun movie to watch with a bunch of people. You're Mm. all sitting there watching, waiting, anticipating. A, A scare happens and everyone loses their shit. And then immediately you all start laughing about how you lost your shit and then you dial back in. Like that's the kind of movie experience. I like, here's a hook for it follows, okay? There's an entity, and this entity follows after you, just walking all day, every single day. It walks, and it walks in and walks in. It never takes a break. It never gets tired. It never gets distracted. It can take the shape of any person, even someone you, you know or love. It never draws attention to itself because you're the only one who can see it, and it just keeps walking after you endlessly. And if it catches you, it kills you. It very violently kills you. And here's the twist. This is like a thing that makes this movie super interesting is you can pass it off to someone else. You can make it follow someone else instead of you. All you have to do is have sex with that person. Whoever you have sex with, the entity now follows them. If it happens to kill that person, then it starts walking back toward you again. And that's the whole movie. They never explain where the thing came from. They never explain how to defeat it or even if you can defeat it. They just drop this unknown monster into the lives of a few high school kids and then we watch it all play out. It's fucking. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it.
2: If I had to pass on the ghost in high school, I guess I'm just dying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're 100% dead. You're just, 100% is just you're, catching you're me. You're just out of there. <laughs> 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 there was a period a few years ago. I might be mistaken here, but my memory is telling me that there was a period yeah. a few years ago where It Follows was on Netflix. That's how I watched it. That's when I watched it. I had heard some good things about it. And I was at home and it was a weekend and Laramie had already fallen asleep on the couch. Uh, She don't really like scary movies that much anymore either, so I turned it on. And it has this great opening where they give you just enough information to, like, pull you in. And so you get past those first few minutes, and I'm like, all right, I'm in. Let's let's do this. And I'm, like, sitting up ready to watch this scary movie. I'm really pumped. Really fun hook. And then a few minutes later, they have that great scare where the monster tracks Jay to her house. And her friends are there, but no one else can see it. And it comes walking into the room, and it's this seven foot tall dude. You're just not expecting it at all because previously, when she saw it, it was like a a woman. And then she runs upstairs, and it changes into this other thing. And he ducks through the doorway. That really got to me. I'm I'm sliding across the couch to where Laramie is, and like I'm lying, like I lie in front of where she is, and I put her leg on me and her arm on me, and I'm wearing her like a fucking blanket. And I'm just riveted because. You get to that part of the movie and you realize, okay, I've never seen, we've never seen anything like this before. It was, yeah, it's a great hook. Ever, ever. It's a great hook. And it's just like, all right, cool. Like you understand everything immediately and you have a bunch of questions, but none of the questions are anything that would turn you off from the movie. They're all questions that would make you, I need to watch and I need to learn more. You know what I'm saying? I just, oh God, this movie's the best. When, when was the first time you watched it? That, that was the first time I watched it that when was it showed time? up on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Did you, is it the same thing? Yeah,
2: I uh, we had written about it at Grantland. I think Wesley Morris had written about it and Mark Harris. And there was like an indie indie horror boom piece on Grantland. And I was like, oh, this sounds like right up my alley. I'm absolutely going to watch it. And I, I felt the same way. I loved – I just loved how it was shot, the real naturalistic look, how few special effects. This is a thing I love about both Hereditary and this movie. Everything's in camera. There's like a couple – moments of special effects but really not a lot like it's just it's just shot very naturally you feel mm-hmm. like you could mm-hmm. be there when this is happening i hate it that's the kind it. of stuff it. that really <laughs> that's the stuff that really uh, freaks me out so let me ask you this what are the movies that have scared you the most
1: oh geez all right so i really so i really don't like those sorts of these you know midsummer yeah. hereditary type movies i really don't like exorcism movies like, yeah, that's, that feels like a little too real.
2: Yeah. That's the Catholic upbringing. I'll tell when, you right now, the Catholic <laughs>
1: upbringing with the, with the exorcism stuff, it's too close to home. You mentioned Grantland When I was, like, first trying to get my hooks in there to, to like, right there, Chris Ryan hit me up. Chris Ryan, who we both love. We text all the time about how much we love Chris Ryan. And he hits me up, and he's like, hey, Shay, do you—this is over email—do you, do you like exorcism movies? Like, there's a new one coming out. We— we thought you'd be good about writing for exorcism movies. And I was just trying to get any, any work that I could at the time. And I hit him back and I'm like, I fucking love exorcism movies. I've seen all of them. Tell me what you want me to do. And then we worked out the like, hook for the article ended up being like, if you, were, if you had to have somebody perform an exorcism on you, which movie preacher do you want to do it? Like that was the thing. So now I've got to watch all of these exorcism movies that I have been ignoring for 25 years or whatever. And there's a good 10, 15 of them that I had to sit down and watch like, throughout the course of the day. And I fucking hated it. It was the worst assignment of my life. I was just miserable the whole time. I can't stand it. But those ones are really scared up. But the most scared I've ever been in a movie theater, watching any sort of movie, was in the movie Science. M. Night Shyamalan Science. Oh, yeah. That, that was a jump scare. Oh, Big time. God. That was the one. Because I think that aliens are real, and I'm terrified of them. 100% terrified of them. And I'm watching this movie, and the, if I remember correctly, the trailer for this movie, the like setup, they don't explicitly say what it's about. They're right, like they implying that it's aliens, but yeah. not really. So you're watching it along, discovering everything at the same time as them. And it was when they have that scene at the birthday party, and you see it for the first time. Laramie makes fun of me about this all the time because it was a <laughs> we're on a date watching this in the theater. We we've only been dating a little while at this point, and that scene happens, and I like. <laughs> like I made a noise like that in the theater, <laughs> spilling my fucking nachos all over the place. Like it was terrifying, straight up. Ter- that for me was the most scared I have ever, ever been, ever watching a movie. What, what about yours? The movies that have really bothered me the most
2: are The Exorcist, the first Exorcist, because oh. I saw that like legitimately as a kid. I, I saw it. that as a little kid because my parents just didn't care, I guess. And again, like, you know, the Catholic upbringing, here's the thing. I asked my mom, I was like, that can't happen, right? That's not real. And she's like, yeah. And Filipino families, they'll just be like, no, that can happen. Yeah, you can be possessed by the devil. I was like, what? What? (laughs) <laughs> my grand, like all well, my aunts, my grandmother were like, no, 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 that can happen. I was like,
1: what? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it just opened up so, your whole world. Yeah. Like, how, do, so, how the fuck do I not get, how do I so, keep Pazuzu away from me?
2: Right, how do I keep the... Because
1: Reagan wasn't doing nothing. She didn't do nothing, just showed up. Well, I'm going to talk about this in What's Bullshit, but it was the Ouija
2: board. I'm going to save that for What's Bullshit. But, uh, so... That really fucked me up for a number of years because I was like, "Oh shit, this can happen." After that, it would be I got pretty used to scary movies. After that, and I would think I'd say that the next one is probably the Signs jump scare was good, but I didn't find that movie particularly scary. Oh, I was um, there's I was a movie terrified. called Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer from the '90s, which was at the time purported to be like a a dramatization of like a real life story of an actual serial killer, Henry, Henry Lou Lucas, who's a terrible person, but also lied a lot about stuff. And there's a uh, there's a home invasion scene in there that is I would actually tell people this. Don't ever watch that. Movie. <laughs> that's how that's like really nightmare shit, like truly the stuff of nightmares. So that yeah. fucked me up when I watched that movie. And then the Blair Witch, the very first time I saw it, because I didn't I thought it was real, dude.
1: I thought it was real, too. I, that was like I, for real.
2: I thought it was—and so we were watching it, and another friend showed up at the house, like, 20, 30 minutes into it. So lights are off.
1: <laughs> we're sitting there watching
2: it, right? And it's, it's even shittier looking than normal because it's on this, like, dubbed VHS, and it's, again, a month before it comes out. And he sits down and just starts watching and we get to the part where, remember the part where they're in the forest and you hear the baby. They're like, "Is that a baby?"
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. Like
2: this little baby sound. My friend Tim, he stands up and he goes, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> it's just so fucking mad, and then he left.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that shit was real. It, when I watched it the first time, it was all real. They go, there's a the part where they're walking through and there's like. The stuff is hanging from the trees. Yeah, it's
2: like, oh, no, 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 no.
1: And then you're just like, get out. Just, I don't know what you have to do. Just get out of this movie. Just please get, oh God, it's so good. Let me, let me ask you, one of the things I really like about It Follows is anytime somebody watches It Follows, the conversation comes up immediately afterwards as soon as it's over. All right, cool. There's like a set of rules that it follows, which means we can probably avoid it. What's your strategy for avoiding the It Follows monster?
2: Have I accidentally been given the monster now?
1: I haven't. You it. have it. You have it.
2: Um, I think being somewhere out, like, the, the way they did, like, at the beach, places where you can see in 360 directions, like, if somebody just shows up, pops out of the woods or walks out of a door 100 yards away, 300 feet away, whatever, I want to be able to see everybody in a complete 360 view that's around me at all times. So I would go to the country
1: or the lake or something. I'm talking about long-term though, long-term. This is going to follow you for the rest of your life. Uh,
2: you know, a lot of locked doors. Like, you know, there's that thing where um, it's knocking on the door across the street
1: and, and he
2: opens the door and that's how it gets him. So I would just like lock my doors a lot long So long-term strategy is uh, away <laughs> from people, yeah. lock the doors mm-hmm. and don't answer knocks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Ever>. <laughs> I
2: guess it's it just feels wrong to give it to somebody. I, at that point, I don't know what oh, I, I would disagree. do.
1: I would give it to so many I people. I guess I
2: would have to find like literally the worst person, an actually bad, evil person, and then try to seduce
1: them somehow <laughs> to give it to them. <laughs> I would immediately, I'm on the internet looking for orgies. I'm hitting those up. <laughs> I got to tell you, I don't think I could perform under those under those situations <laughs> see that's, that's a real that's a real thing. that's a real <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: thing i so I wonder if this is a weird question, but it's definitely a question that I have asked somebody else who watched this movie is and again, I don't know how to preface this as like, yeah, don't sorry. do this, don't do this. but is it only having sex with humans that it will now follow? Like if you have <laughs> sex with an animal, will it go to the animal? If you have sex with like um, a like sex a, doll, like a sex doll, will it go to the sex doll? Like, what? Well, are they, I, how, how, how does that work?
2: I got to tell you, if it's a sex doll, I'm for, a very first thing getting a sex doll, and then I'm putting it <laughs> like in the. I'm gonna sneak into like a truck stop, and I'm gonna sneak it into like the the flatbed of a trucker, so it just drives around the country dragging the <laughs> dragging the <laughs> spirit
1: around with it. So okay, listen. After after I watched the movie the very first time, and then like recently rewatching it, I was on the internet looking for certainly people have written articles about how to avoid this thing, and there are a lot of really good ideas out there. One person said, uh, "Have sex with an astronaut, and then the astronaut goes into <laughs> outer space." I was like, that's genius. That's brilliant. Another person was like, "Oh, you trap it." You trap it in like a, in a shipping container, w- weld it shut, and then now it's just trapped in there forever because it couldn't get through the doors; it could only mm. break the windows. Maybe there another person said you dig a hole, a, a death fall. You make it fall in there. You fill it with quick dry cement, and then it's stuck in there forever, and that's great. Somebody else said this is th- now. This is what I thought was really genius because it exists in our like physical world. Right, it's like there's a part at the end where. It comes to get Jay. She's in the pool. Her friends are trying to help. And one of the girls throws a a sheet over it. And then they can see it for a minute. Yeah. So I think maybe you like tell everybody about it, that this is happening. Then you set up like, you have a bunch of cans of spray paint. And when it comes near, you just start spray painting it. And then everybody can see it. And then we can all work together to like trap this thing and defeat this thing. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Here's what I I would do. Here's what I would do. You thought of one. Give it to me. I have two versions. The first one is,
2: You know, much like in Fight Club, I'd find someone who is really desperately wants to have sex, but is also like about to is like ill, terminally ill. Yeah. And maybe that's a way to just kind of get rid of it quick is be like this person is passing away anyway. And they also they want to have that human connection again. So maybe this is a way to get rid of it. The second thing is I, I would. Like, let's make money off this thing, right? Okay. I, I would call, like, a press conference or go on Twitch or YouTube and be like, here's the thing that's happening. I have a sexually transmitted ghost. It's coming after
1: me. <laughs> an STG?
2: Yeah, an STG. <laughs> I have an STG. When it comes in the area where I'm at, Shea is going to throw a sheet over it, and then we're going to spray paint it, and everybody's going to see it. And if you really want to see this ghost, you need to smash that subscribe button.
1: <laughs> <You're turning it laughs> you turn it into content. Wanted, you're only fans. You're at oh, all yeah, you have an OnlyFans page. <laughs> if you want to see
2: this thing, you have to subscribe. You got to get in the subs. I want to thank everybody for subscribing.
1: <laughs> you're gonna see this
2: ghost today. It's coming. I'm telling you.
1: Oh, and shit. then we
2: just and then that's it. I just make money off this ghost for the rest of my life. At a
1: way, let's do the first category. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the three-minute stretch. And I, I really am interested in hearing your answer for this. because oh, man. For Hereditary. The three-minute stretch, you, you have to show a three-minute stretch of Hereditary to somebody who's never seen it before. And this stretch has to make them want to watch the rest of the movie. I don't which know. Which is impossible. Which <laughs> I, is think impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> I think it's what, impossible. I think it's
2: impossible. What is it? I really do actually think that it's impossible in this movie. I guess it would have to be the first... Seance with Annie and Joan, just because one, you're not really spoiling anything, right? It's a great scene from Tony Collette, who really sells the scariness of what's happening. And it's a really self contained scene that feels like something you've seen before. So it's kind of like tricking people into watching Hereditary yeah, because yeah. they'll think, oh, yes, uh, the Ouija seance scene. Yeah, sure. I've seen horror movies like this. Great. Uh, this is kind of scary. I'll, I'll, you know, this is exciting. I guess I'll watch it. Not realizing that it goes so many oh, other places.
1: That's your only chance. I honestly think. I, I, w- I am more offended that you made me watch Hereditary <laughs> than I would be if somebody gave me the It Follows Death Ghost. From having sex like unsolicited i'm more i would be more mad at the i'm more mad at the first one There's, if you have to trick someone into watching it that's how you know this is not a movie that should be a would movie. you
2: would you would you subscribe to my stream you would be uh, you would be my co-host on the on the twitch it follows
1: stg stream. oh abso- I, absolutely i'm not in any real danger i'm, <laughs> right? good. I'm good i'm fine <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Let me get half of that subscription money. I'm <laughs> what straight, would your, your
2: three-minute stretch me for It Follows?
1: This is an easy one. I, lo- I love this category right now because yours is impossible. There's nothing you could show somebody from Hereditary that would make them go like, yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. The, the, the only way you get people to watch this movie is to be like, you're never going to believe how unsettling this is. There's nothing oh I God. could tell you about it that would make it unsettling. Because even the jump scare parts that happen, like when he, like when the son sees the dad all fried to a a crisp, oh, and you're like looking up, and oh, then God. you don't even realize that the mom is like in the corner of the shot until she make like a little tiny noise, and then your eyes adjust to it, and you're like, oh fuck, like
2: uh, you're leaving out the naked coven guy who's st- who's standing behind the son with the with the creepy smile with the, the smile.
1: And they only show you enough of it to where you're like, "Am I? do I see that? Yeah. Is that really? like?" They make you feel like you're fucked up now. Yeah. Like, anyway, yours is impossible. Mine is super easy. Same as what we saw with The Purge. This movie has a really great scene in the beginning where we learn about the monster. We see it in action. Uh, we realize that we've not seen anything like this before. And you have a thousand questions that you absolutely have to watch the rest of the movie to have answered. So it's got to be that opening scene it's a great one. We can start it from like right after they finish having sex and she's laying in the car like playing with the flower thing feeling like, you know, very great about things and then he chloroforms her and you're like, and oh you're God, like, this, is, this yeah. is bad. Whatever's about to happen, this is no good. And then they show the monster for the first time and he's like giving her very brief explanation as to what it is but not quite enough information and then he just fucking hauls ass out of there. Like that's the, that's the three minute stretch for me. Steve, Get the, get the horns ready, Steve. Wait, but this time... Yes. Never mind. Don't use horns. Okay. Do that organ noise that they play like in vampire movies. like Oh, old yeah, no, no, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Do that, that few, right. Yes.
2: I'll tell you exactly what's bullshit. Hit me with it. If anyone in my life attempts to get me to do a seance or play Ouija Yes, We are finished. I don't care <laughs> who you are. It's fucking done. Steve, when your wife Annie is like, hey, uh, you know, I was just uh, you know, I'm hanging on Joan. <laughs> and we did the seance and it was incredible and the, the voice came and it moved the thing. And now I want you to hold it. Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it right here. And we're going to call Char- No, absolutely not. Z- no, stop it right there. We're not doing a fucking seance. If you need to talk to uh, to have talk therapy. (laughs) Let's go to family therapy. Let's go to a person. Let's go to actual therapy. Why are we summoning ghosts? Stop Mm. it. Mm. That is what's bullshit. Do not ever play with that shit. And again, I blame my mom (laughs) and my entire family for being like, oh yeah, that's real. You can summon demons and ghosts and they can possess you. That can happen. I... Just will tell you right now. <laughs> don't ever step to me with any of that shit. We're not doing it, Stephen. You made a big mistake in just being like it, he acted like like his wife had had been like uh yeah I'm thinking about like maybe let's have an open relationship or like or let's watch uh let's like dress up in weird costumes like that was like a weird reasonable <laughs> thing that they should be doing no. Why are you allowing this to happen? You walk out of the house immediately.
1: Best case scenario, it's like a funny jump scare that happens with you and your when, when one of your friends <laughs> moves the thing. Worst case scenario, you fucking all end up dead, and the stakes are just too high. It's no. I'll tell good. you
2: right now: if 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 I'm standing there and I haven't gotten had the chance to leave yet, and the glass moves, I'm oh. out. You'll see never. Ya. You legitimately never see me again.
1: I'm abandoning my whole family immediately.
2: Lose my number. You will never see me again. I'm
1: gone. We have, I I think we should mention, we have now been doing this podcast. We're like 30 something minutes in, 35 minutes in. We still haven't mentioned in Hereditary, poor little girl's head gets knocked off. Oh my God. I mean, that's really- Knocked (laughs) off. (laughs) Knocked off. Nobody
2: told me that was going to happen. Nobody. It's almost like that is. It's weirdly that's when it starts to
1: go really sideways. Dude. <laughs> like it
2: was, it was bad before that. But when the head gets knocked off, it's like, oh no.
1: The movie has been out for years at this point, and somehow nobody mentioned to me that a little girl's head gets knocked off.
2: One more, you know what's bullshit.
1: You know what's bullshit. You made me watch this movie. I'm sorry. That's what's positive. bullshit. <laughs> and when I say Steve, I'm talking about
2: Gabriel. I'm talking about the character uh, played by Gabriel Byrne, the
1: husband. I thought you were talking about producer Steve, honestly. <laughs> you would be named Steve, honestly.
2: Yeah, I get that I get that Annie is a, a renowned artist. But when she starts making miniatures of your child's head knocked mm, off. Mm, 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 mm. No, absolutely not. You're taking this out of the home. I think you bull-
1: have it. You're you're not doing this. You're not doing this here. Before even then, listen, fucking hereditary. Every, (laughs) every 10 minutes a thing happens and they peel another layer off and you're like, what the fuck? When she, the, the Charlie's head getting knocked off. Like, okay, all right. Yeah, all right. (laughs) right.
2: (laughs) Listen, listen,
1: listen, I do not know how to describe it. They shoot the scene, The, the director, fucking, a maniac, a brilliant maniac, but the way he shoots the scene after the after the head gets knocked off, and it's just on the kid's face, it's just on the brother's yeah, face. Yeah, 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 that's it. And then the and then the, he pushes the kid, the pedal, and they go, and he they just like stay with him the whole time. They stay with him. They don't show you any piece of anything. They show you nothing, nothing, none of it. And then he's in the bed, and yeah. you're, and he's just laying there. And then the sun comes up, sleep. and you realize he's been there the whole time, yeah. just waiting. And then you hear the mom scream, and you realize she's found the body. <laughs> And then they cut and they show you the whole head with ants and shit all over and the jaw's all broken and you're just like, that stretch right there, is tough. It's very Outrageous. Tough. But, but, before the mom starts making the, the diorama of the death scene, <laughs> she, she like tells the story afterward about, oh, I sleepwalk. And I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. My kids have sleepwalk before. Like, I get it. Yeah. And she's like, I sleepwalk. And one time, uh, the kids. Uh, they were. I covered them in paint thinner, and was I like, going to set them on fire? Yeah, I was going like, to set them on fire. Whoops! At that point, the dad. <laughs> you years ago, he should have been like, you know what? We got to go. We got. to Yeah, get you got it. You, you gotta can't go. have that.
2: We can't have
1: fucking hereditary.
2: And when you're trying to argue with Annie about how can you let what if what if our son sees this and she says what? It's a neutral view. Yeah, of yeah. Of the accident, it's like no. What <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. It's so uncomfortable. The whole thing is just just so uncomfortable. Fucking hereditary.
0: This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24 7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by State Farm.
1: Oh, it's yes. Cafeteria Table. It's Cafeteria Table, Jason. Oh, this is going to be fun. It's not. It's not. None of this podcast is going to bu- be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having a good time right now. Not at all. <laughs> okay, I just want to delete this shit from my memory. The Hereditary. <laughs> this week, we're populating a Cafeteria Table with characters from Relationship with a Ghost movies. Movies that have a character in them who has some sort of relationship with some sort of ghost, be it good or bad, be it demon or specter or whatever. There's mm-hmm. six seats at the table. Tony Collette in hereditary gets a seat. Unf- unfortunately, she does get a seat. <laughs> I would never sit at that table. This is the type of role where I would, and like, if I knew Tony Collette in person, I would never talk to her again. And never. You were just never too done. good. You were too good in hereditary. I can't yeah. do it. I'm sorry. She fucking cut her own head off with a piano wire. We haven't talked about that yet. We don't need, yeah, we didn't need that to happen. It's too much. You hear the noise and you're like, "Uh, I know what this is already. And then they, oh God. Tony Collette from Hereditary gets a seat. Jay from Mid-Follows gets a seat. That means there are four seats left. You get to pick two characters to fill two seats. I get to pick two characters to fill the final two seats. Let's fill our cafeteria table. Jason, who's your first pick?
2: Okay, so I had to go with, I think the classic relationship with a ghost, specter, demon, uh, the one that that scared me the most as a child because my parents told me that it was possible that this could happen. I'm going to go with Reagan from The Exorcist. Yeah, you got to have her. You got to have her on there, spinning her head around, throwing up
1: uh, weird green goop <sighs> and just saying the wildest fucking shit. Wildest. I, can't, I can't wait for the line. I can't wait for the line, Steve. You got to get... You gotta, you gotta get I know the one. I know the one. I know the one. Oh, shit. Oh,
2: oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> and, I, and, Mom, I'm still mad at you for letting me watch
1: this movie and then telling me that that could happen. Exorcist is... is I wonder if if it's, like, the minute-for-minute minute scariest movie of all time. It's got to be, right? I mean, the whole thing really scared me. But the one that, like, I had to
2: close my eyes, like, was when he's having the dream... The priest is having the dream about his mom going down into the subway, and then all of a sudden, that white face like shows up on the screen. Yeah, 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 dude, that
1: messed me up. What's what's really what's really interesting about The Exorcist is that there are so many different like levels of scary, and there are different types of scary jump scares, spiritual scares. The one the one that got me when I rewatched it, I rewatched it a couple years ago when we were doing a podcast episode about Reagan. Uh, for this podcast I was doing called Villains. So I rewatched it and I had totally forgot about the part where she takes her, her kid to like the doctors, like the psychiatrist because she's right. it, it's like trying to figure on. out. Yeah. Yeah. To the regular doctor. And they're trying to like, that part to me became just another added level of scary because I have kids and I don't want anything bad to happen to them. And like that sort of shit, there's just a broken arm. I understand. A, a, you know, you fall down. You got, you got your feelings hurt at school. I understand, but this shit, I don't know how to fix it. I don't know how to help it. All I know is you're fucking toast. All right, yeah. we have we have Jay from It Follows, Tony Collette from Hereditary, and Reagan from The Exorcist. A miserable table, just <laughs> miserable, just not no
2: fun. That no one's eating. I'm not eating. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the not fun table. All right, we we need somebody who's gonna be, I don't know, if fun is the right word, but we need some good, good vibes, good vibes at the table. We need a good vibe. This is who I had my, this is who the movie I had my fingers crossed for that you were going to pick when we started talking about relationship with a ghost. I said, please let Jason pick this movie. I wanted you to pick the movie Ghost, the movie Ghost, Demi Moore, like an actual literal relationship with a ghost. Her man Patrick Swayze. here comes back. He's like trying to communicate with her. Um, I just am a big Demi Moore fan since I was a kid. She's somebody who I just like to see on the screen and whatever she was doing, I would like to include her here. Um, I think she's going to do great amongst all of these crazy people that we have. So let's add her to the table. Demi Moore and Ghost, Reagan from The Exorcist, Jay from It Follows, Tony Collette and Hereditary. Still a pretty, pretty sucky table. Do you have some that you passed over that you thought about before you give me your oh, final Oh,
2: absolutely. So I wanted to have Jacob from Jacob's Ladder, even yeah. though I think we could. I I, I guess in the end, I, I went away from it because, first of all, incredible movie if you haven't seen it. Second of all, this is kind of a spoiler if you haven't seen it. But it was. It turns out that it's not really a ghost story. It's more like the things happening to him as he lays dying. So I I, I decided to go away from that one. I thought about Young Cole from The Sixth Sense because I maybe about he him could too. because maybe he could sit there and help us figure out what to do with this table. Like,
1: is there, is there
2: anything <laughs> Young you can Cole do is to, getting
1: chewed the fuck up at this table?
2: <laughs> young Cole, can you help us? Can you help us like find some spiritual balance in this table? But I, in the end, I thought, okay, Young Cole has been through enough. The last thing that we needed to <laughs> do <is> sit here. <laughs> Is sit here with Annie from
1: fucking
2: <laughs> and Jay, uh, you know, who probably still sees ghosts, and you know that we're gonna be obviously gonna be ghosts around. And now Reagan is here. I'd say I shudder to think what he'd be through. So then I decided to go with uh, Rachel from the Ring. That'll work because I feel like we need another normal person at the table who has at least has some experience with this. And we can talk to to be like, okay, this table is really tough. Like, how do we get these after dinner? How do we get them out of here? Like, what can
1: we do? <laughs> You're talking about the American ring, right? With Naomi. I'm talking about
2: the American ring, not Ringo. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. That was a fun. That was one of the ones I watched at the movie theater and was like, yeah, that's cool. It was that yeah. one. That one in The Grudge came right around the same time. And, yes. th- dude, The Grudge fucked me up real bad. <laughs> the Grudge fucked me up really bad. <laughs> Oh, shit, we haven't even talked about this part in Hereditary. The sound that Charlie makes, that noise. Yeah, there's too many weird things. It's just not good. (laughs) In the grudge. I mean, They have that weird noise that you start hearing in the background, that whenever the monster is nearby. And there's like one part where it pops up underneath the blanket in the bed with the the person. I was like, oh, fuck, I can get you anywhere. Rachel from The Ring. That's a solid pick. That's also like a kind of weird movie, but solid pick. All right. We have Jay from It Follows, Reagan from The Exorcist, Demi Moore and Ghost, Rachel from The Ring, Tony Collette in Hereditary. All right, let me tell you some of the ones that I that I passed over. I also passed over Six Sense. I passed over The Mom and La Llorona, which came out a, a little while ago. It's not a very good movie, but I just want to say the name on the podcast. I passed over The Mom and the Others. Did you ever see the others? Yeah, I love the others. Where it turned out that she was, in fact, the ghost?
2: Yeah, I thought about them too, but it was like they've been, th- again, they've also been through enough and they would they, think that we were scary. And so it's just like, yeah.
1: They've been through a lot. I think we have to mention the guys from Ghostbusters, also the women from Ghostbusters, the little kid in Pet Cemetery.
2: The remake or the original?
1: Which the one? Ori- the original one. Yeah, the original the, one. Yeah, I, I, I just remember that one part when they stick him with a syringe yeah. and he's like going, it's not fair, it's not fair, it's not. Yeah. I'm like, oh God, this is too much. When he cuts Herman Munster's Achilles. Oh, with the oh. scalpel. Oh, what are you doing? And they show like, the, it's so bad, dude, it's so bad. I fucking hate it. I hate scary movies. I'm so mad right now. All right, so let me, let me give you my pick because I want, yeah, yeah. I just I just love this guy. This movie came out during that period of my life I mentioned earlier where I was like watching all this, the fun, scary movies. They're like enjoyable. Here's a fun little hook. Scary movies. Did you see 13 Ghosts?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I love 13 Ghosts. 13 I ghosts. saw that at the theater. It's so much fun. You're in a haunted house. There are 13 ghosts there trapped in the house with you. You got to survive whatever uh it doesn't matter. Matthew Lillard is in that movie. <laughs> and he's super fucking funny. He's great. I've loved him since was he in Scream? Yes. Any movie that Matthew Little was in, I'm like, all right, I want to watch this. I went and watched that one, he's super funny in it. Just great, he gets his back broken, just nasty by the big giant ghost. I never forgot that scene in my life. So I need him for my final pick. Steve, we need spooky lines, Steve. Spooky lines from all of these characters. Give me one line from Jay and it follows.
0: Said you saw a girl with yellow dress. Is that something that you knew?
1: Give me one line from Demi Moore and Ghost. Why are you doing this to me? You hear me? Why are you doing this to me? One line from Matthew Lillard in Thirteen Ghosts.
0: What did I just say? Did I just say there's a petting zoo downstairs? No, there are ghosts downstairs, Arthur.
1: There it is. One line from Rachel in The Ring. What did you do to her? Uh, one uh, X-rated line from Reagan in The Exorcist. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> Your mother sucks cocks and hell. And this has never, this has never happened before. But Jason's bad pick of the week was his whole movie that he picked. (laughs) So we saved it for last. Steve, build it up, build it up. We need one line from Tony Collette in Hereditary. Y'all ready for this?
2: When I did this earlier, this manifested on the page. I saw it. I I What is it? It's Charlie.
1: Motherfucker. (laughs) This is
2: her convincing us to do a
0: seance. (laughs) It was that or like, I never wanted to be your mother. Yeah, oh, that was... Oh, that's tough. Fucking brutal.
2: I never
1: wanted to be... And then she covers her mouth and she's like, oh, shit, my bad. I saw that in the theater and, like, the theater gasped when she said that. I was like, (laughs) fuck. Poor Peter. Poor Peter. (gasps) Next category. Ah, here we go. I'm ready. And now
2: demons, succubuses, and familiars. Are you ready for the connection contest in which Shea Serrano and I compete by seeing who can list the most connections between these two scary movies without messing up or running out? Shay, are
1: you ready? I am not ready at all. Let's do this, baby. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Steve, on this one, instead of doing the normal dings and buzzers, Yes. Do the noise that Charlie makes in the in the fucking. <laughs> the, the, that clicking sound. Do, I'm surprised that. that you suggest this is so <laughs> how you hate this movie. I hate this movie. Awesome movie. I hate it. Do that noise for the ding. And then instead of a buzzer, do the sound of the dad catching on fire. You got it.
2: <laughs> Let's do this. I think I go first. Is that correct? That sounds good to me. In both movies, a girl is racing somewhere in a car and then there's a smash cut to her uh, mangled body.
1: Mm. Oh, I think I had a version of that too. Both movies have a scene where something crashes into a window. In both movies, we're shown ants crawling on people's skin. Both movies have scenes that take place in high schools. Yeah. In both
2: movies, characters see things that other people don't see.
1: Both movies have scenes where a woman chases after someone. that away, away.
2: In both movies, a character is subjected to a ritual that transfers uh, a spirit.
1: <laughs> All right. I love to follow up Jason's ones where he's like very fancy and I'm like, uh, here's mine. Both <laughs> movies have scenes where someone's naked.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's how you get it. Yeah. In both movies, uh, a person sees an old lady ghost from far away. <laughs>
1: Uh, both movies, I'm already running out. Both movies have scenes where something terrible happens to someone who is not old enough to buy beer. Mm. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, yes. Yes. <laughs> in both movies, a
2: character is chased around their home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> both movies have scenes where something terrible happens in a car. Okay. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care about this in one. Both, I don't care anyway. In both movies,
2: uh, <laughs> characters go to uh, visit another person who th- they think will get them answers to what's going on.
1: Both movies have scenes where someone isn't actually who they appear to be.
2: In both movies, uh, characters discover clues in the form of photographs.
1: Both movies have scenes that I watched through my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Does all right, all right, all right. Is that yeah, not yeah, count? No, no. Is that not good? No. Dude, I ran out. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> I ran out f- four dings ago. I was. You, just I mean, hey, up. you you had you had some, you had some there. I wasn't certain if they were working or not. I'm just looking at they your were, face. They trying. were. They were. They <laughs>
2: were. Steve, play the payment uh, crowning scene from the very end of Heredity but please, please, please replace uh, payment with Jason. <laughs> you are Jason, one of the eight kings
1: of hell. I, this is the one connection contest that I, I didn't even want to win it. I honestly yeah, didn't. It's, it's, it's I, don't, really I, don't, I don't want to be associated
0: with Hereditary
1: in any sort of way. That's all for you, Jason. You, 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 you would be so upset if Jason just lost this for no reason. He's like, I don't want it. I don't want it. Jason, you you and Payman can fucking have all You have it. That's all I yours. I will say
2: that finding connections between these two movies... It was not fun at all. Not at all. And I got to tell you, like, (laughs) it took me back a little bit to the first time watching The Exorcist because as I was, like, (laughs) researching payment, I started to get that feeling, like, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, man, should I even be researching this? I feel like (laughs) this is bad. If I keep doing this, something bad will happen. I'm not looking up
1: any of that stuff. Because it is real.
0: It's real, Jason.
1: It can happen.
2: But this is exactly what my mom told me.
1: Every movie that we do on here, I do like a lot of research for Hereditary. I didn't read nothing, nothing, (laughs) not a thing. Not even a Wikipedia page. I didn't pull it up.
2: Next category.
1: (laughs) I'm good with it. (laughs) (laughs) It finally happened, Jason. It finally happened. How do you feel about the state of relationship with a ghost movies? Would you watch more of them? (laughs) Or are well, you good? In
2: theory, <laughs> in theory, yes. In theory, I will watch more of these again. I love scary movies. I love horror movies. This is just like a particularly scary mm, one mm. that you don't really want to think about too much after you've seen it again. But yes, I love scary movies. I love ghost movies. What about you?: Steve, can
1: you give me like a supercut of a bunch of famous scenes in movies where someone's screaming "No? Just no) <laughs> 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 Fuck no. Absolutely not. No chance. Never again. Ever, ever, ever. No, thank you. None. Oh, my God. (laughs) Next category.
2: Next category, special acknowledgments. This is where we find details from our movie that we feel like deserves a little more attention. And we take this moment to explain it further and to talk about it further. Shay, what do you have?
1: Guess how many special acknowledgments I have for Hereditary. Not a goddamn one. Not a goddamn one. <laughs> None. None. No, listen, I, again, Tony Collette, outstanding. The, I don't know the son's name, outstanding. The girl who played Charlie, outstanding. The dad, they're just, they're all so good in this movie. You feel yeah. the terror in them. I, 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 I hate it. But my special acknowledgement, my special acknowledgement is for It Follows. Here's something that I could not stop thinking about after watching It Follows. The first time, that I watched it. And then also in like subsequent we watches It gets explained to us that the monster can take any human shape that it wants. Like it can be a stranger. It could be someone you know, whatever, right? It changes all of the time. We see it in fact change forms over the course of just a few seconds multiple times in the movie. We talked about earlier when it breaks into the house the first time with Jay and it's, a, it's like a half-naked woman who's urinating on herself and then by the time it gets upstairs it's now a seven-foot tall guy just sort of lumbering around. It's changing very regularly, which leads me to believe that this this monster, this entity knows what it's doing. It's choosing these things on purpose. And that just, it really makes me happy to think about the monster being like, like, oh, how can I fuck with these kids the most? Oh, I got it. I got it. I'm going to be a naked man standing on a roof right now. Or like an old woman in a (laughs) gown. I'll be a dad this time. I'll be a dad. It's funny to me to think about this monster doing that. I appreciate a monster with like a sense of the moment or even a sense of humor. There's a part in 1978's Halloween with Michael yeah. Myers, my favorite movie monster of all time. But there's a part in that movie where he kills a guy who has just finished having sex with a girl. The guy's downstairs. At, I believe he's downstairs. Um, and that's where Michael Myers gets him. He like, stabs him, pins him to the wall. right? And Michael very easily could have just walked upstairs and gotten the girl. But he doesn't do that. Instead, he fucking takes a sheet and he puts it on over himself like he's a ghost, and then he takes the glasses off of the guy's dead yeah. face and puts them on over the sheet. So he's got glasses, sheet, mask, and then his face. But he does it. He wants her to think that he's the boyfriend. And then he like walks upstairs and just stands in the doorway for a second. And she's like, "Stop playing around." Stop it's playing. like Michael Myers you punk. See- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he did that. I I just it makes me so happy to think about these monsters. Just having a little bit of fun during all of this. It's one of the reasons I love Michael Myers. It's one of the reasons I love It Follows Monster. It's just trying to spice some things up a little bit. Special consideration, special acknowledgement.
2: My special acknowledgement is uh, just the way that Hereditary Director Ari Aster creates mood and this really heavy atmosphere. Without a lot of gore and and without a lot of special effects, like there's just, uh, there's all the touchstones of creepiness are are in here. Someone being in the corner of the frame without you noticing <laughs> until they move. Someone lurking in the dark and you can just barely make out their face and they're making a creepy face. Mm-hmm, That's, mm-hmm. Th- there are no special effects required for something like that. It is very scary. Someone... Standing across the street, staring at a character through the glass, like that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, you know, from Halloween, the, I remember the thing that scared me the most about Halloween—the first time I saw it—was when the kids are looking across the street and they see Michael Myers carrying the body. Yeah, and they're the only ones that see it. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff, where you're looking out, and you see something that's creepy, but but, and you're trying to tell somebody else about it, but they don't see it in time. Hereditary manages to capture that over and over and over and over again. Like, there's very few really gory moments, and they're all really at the end. And even then, it's just like, you know, the, the mom sawing the head off. Like, that's the worst. But all the rest of it is really well-deployed jump scares and just the the right use of dark and things lurking in the dark. I love, uh, th- that's what I think is so effective about this movie. And it's kind of weirdly a lost art, like that creepiness.
1: I love it. It's really hard to hold that suspense for that. Yes. Because when I turned the movie on, I saw it was over two hours, and I'm like, oh, fuck. He holds that knife to your throat for pretty much the whole time. Yes. Like He doesn't give you any break. A really like sneaky trick that he does is everything feels so slow and so deliberate and so paced all the way going through it until the very end when after Peter sees the dad, and the mom jumps out and she's running after him. Dude, that's like you don't you don't know how to react. He's just fucking yeah. going up the you know you made a mistake when you go yeah. up the stairs into the thing, and you hear the beating, and you're like, How is she beating? Is she using like a thing? Yeah. A, <laughs> a broom? And then they show it and she's stuck to the ceiling, fucking banging her head. Like that one stretch, my 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 fucking heart was like out of my mouth, into my hands. And I'm not just good. like, I couldn't, I could, not good, not good at all. Fucking great movie. I hated <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Next category. Oh,
1: here, oh we go. here it is. The Lucy, the Lucy. We need special effects here. for Steve, give us some gunshots, a whole bunch of gunshots. I don't know why, but we fucking need gunshots. Every episode ends with the Lucy, a game where we each have to figure out how to connect our movie to Lucy Lou in as few steps as possible. Or in as artful a way as possible, because Lucy Lou fucking rules. You wanna go first, Jason, or should I go first? Listen, I'm gonna win this one. I have no, I've never been more certain about anything. Oh, well, then
2: one of you, oh, then, go okay. for, then, right. then go first. Then go
1: first, then. You can't get any closer than this, Jason. You can't do it in any less than this. Let me tell you, let me okay. tell you, because this is my favorite Lucy Lou story. And I can tell by the way that both of you are reacting that neither one of you have heard the story before. Okay. 20 years ago, 21 years ago in 1999. Lucy Liu, during an interview with US Weekly, and I read about this when I was researching for the movie book because there's a whole Kill Bill chapter in there. She had an interview with US Weekly in 1999 where she said that she one time had sex with a ghost. She said she had sex with a ghost. This is her quote, this is her quote. It was sheer bliss. I felt everything, I climaxed. And then he floated away. It was almost like what might've happened to Mary. What might have happened to Mary, she said. <laughs> That's how it felt. Something came down and touched me, and now it watches over me. That's my connection here. An invisible ghost has sex with Lucy Lou. I don't know that you you can't get any better That's, than that. Mm-hmm. You can't really get any good. closer uh, than uh, okay, that. Okay,
2: well, let me tell you what I tried to do. Here's what I did I took us on a tour oh, of wow. all of our themes to date using mainly only two. Actors. Are you ready? I'm not. Hereditary co-stars Gabriel Byrne. Gabriel Byrne was in a movie called Assault on Precinct 13. It was a remake of the original John Carpenter Assault on Precinct 13. With Ethan Hawke. In that, with Ethan Hawke. Yeah, Ethan yeah, yeah. Hawke is in that movie. Deadly yep. Latinos. Yep. Ready? So that's our Deadly Latinos. Wait, because how, the gang- how?
1: What
2: do you mean? The, ga- the, the gang members and stuff. Well, actually, no, here's our, well, yeah, that yeah, is also he's our deadly he's Latinos. That's our deadly Latinos. And also this is. So Ethan Hawk is in training day with Denzel. Yep. Right?
1: Yep. Deadly Latinos. Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, <laughs> wait, hold you're on. Not gonna, you're not going to beat wait, having on. sex with a ghost, but go, hold but on go a ahead. go wait, wait,
2: wait. <laughs> I'm sorry, wait, I messed this up. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Uh, okay, wait, here it
1: is. You can't beat so, having sex with a ghost. I'm sorry, but do what you do.
2: Ethan Hawk is also in The Purge hmm Dangerous outside. hmm He uh, was in, so he was in training day with Denzel. <laughs> that gives us he got game. Bad idea, but who cares? Yeah. Releasing Denzel from prison in order to get his son to play for the college team. That's a bad idea, oh but who cares? Yeah. Denzel is in, again, tra- <laughs> we go back to training day with Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke is in uh, Difficult People with John Turturro, and John Turturro is in Difficult People with Lucy Liu.
1: That was uh... <laughs> you. Sound like in Blow when he was trying to get himself off of the case with the judge, and he just starts talking. <laughs> this is the always sunny in Philadelphia Charlie with the wall meme. <laughs> give me the victory and give me my yes. music. I'm Steve. giving this to Shay. You can't yeah. be having sex with a ghost. Oh, giving the music. Viva, Viva. la raza. <laughs> I I Hell I yeah! I
2: I I well, that's it for this week. Shay will never forgive me. (laughs) 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 On behalf of him, super producer Steve Allman, myself, everyone at The Ringer, hope you're staying safe, healthy, and free from all spirits, ghosts, and demons. Please join us next week when our theme is Asshole Boyfriends. Our movies are 10 Things I Hate About You and Wedding Crashers.
0: Okay, so try again. Release yourself. Release you, you mean? Yeah, fine. Release me. <laughs> Just say it. Just fucking say it. Don't
2: you swear at me, you shit! Did you ever raise your voice at me? I am your mother! Peter, do you understand? All I do is worry and slave and defend <laughs> you, and all I get back is that fucking <laughs> face on your face! so full of disdain and resentment and always so annoyed. Well, now your sister is dead. And I know you miss her and I know it was an accident and I know you're in pain and I wish I could take that away from you. I wish I could shield you from the knowledge that you did what you did, but your sister is dead. She's gone forever. And What a waste. If it could maybe have brought us together or something, if you could have just said, Jesus I'm Christ. sorry, or faced up to what happened, maybe then we could do something with this. But you can't take responsibility for anything. So I can't accept and I can't forgive because because nobody admits anything they've done.
1: Uh, excuse me, can you can you pass me that salt, please? <laughs> you were going hard on that one, Jason. Wow, go that oh, was up there, oh, that oh. was up there with your Miranda Priestly, Devil Wears Prada monologue. <laughs> <laughs>